On this episode of Think Like a Mogul, I am doing a recap video of all of the amazing entrepreneurs who we spoke with in February. So we spoke with four different people. First, you're going to hear from Mimi, the owner of the Tiny Tassel. Second, you're going to hear from Damian Burris, the founder of Burris and Presley Realty, along with other businesses. The third person is going to be Gio. She is a 22-year-old nail salon owner in Greenville, South Carolina. And last but not least, Andrea Davis, the founder of Motherland Essentials. As you are listening to what each one of them has to say, I want you to remember the theme, confidence in starting. As they are talking, if anything stands out to you, make sure you go back and watch their individual episodes. I hope y'all are loving Think Like a Mogul, and we're going to get back to our interviews on next week, Thursday. Let's get right into the episode. Get your water and keep some wine. I should have had some wine. With exposure, execution, and consistency, there is nothing you can't do. Just keep planting. So I have some really exciting news. The Responsible Homegirl is now taking sponsorships. So what does that mean? If you are a business owner, you can promote your business on the Responsible Homegirl podcast. And we have plenty of listeners across YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and even Spotify. So if you are wanting to increase your brand awareness, get more sales, all of that good stuff, Start advertising your business on the Responsible Homegirl Podcast. Click the link below and I'll send the information directly to your email. Now let's get right into the episode. I wake up every day and I'm like, this is what I'm here to do. Yes. Like, I'm so confident in this. And like, when a customer walks in, I'm so confident when I speak to them. Mm-hmm. Even they can be the most like non-emotional <laughs> like customer and, yes and I am so confident in how I speak to them and how I share our business with them because that's what I'm here to do yeah. and I don't remember a time starting the business thinking like oh my gosh this is so scary or like mm. this isn't it just always felt like it was the right thing for me to be doing yeah. and it felt good and I always think when things are like showing you positive good things mm. when you're working at it then you're like okay I know this you is feel like, it. yeah, like yeah. this is meant for me. I heard so many times over the years, like, fake it till you make it. And that is probably one of my least favorite phrases that can come out of someone's mouth yeah. because I don't think you have to fake it till you make it. I think you can set this vision in your mind of what you want your business to become or how you want your lifestyle to look like. Yeah. And that comes with finances playing a part in that. Mm-hmm. But you can set that in your mind and just actively work at it and just set up that narrative. Like, no, I am working towards this. Like, yes, my business might be two months old or it might be a year old yeah. and I'm just getting back into it or getting consistent. But this is a real business and this is what I'm working towards to grow. Yes, speak over yourself. <laughs> yes. Speak life into yourself and actually do the work it takes. Let your actions be a demonstration of what you believe. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we don't act because we don't really believe in the things that we say we want. Yeah. And if you did, I mean, you would be putting in the work. It's not easy at all. Would you say how you grew up shaped you wanting to become an entrepreneur and like impacting all of these lives that you have impacted? I would have to say no. My goal and dream was just to be Secret Service. I just want to be a detective. Really? For real. Yeah. Talk about that. Talk about so, that. So, my, my Right. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, I'm the opportunity, not the opportunity. Oh, I love that. I love that. The opportunity. I'm the opportunity. Right. So, stop, like, stop sleeping on your ops. Don't sleep on your opportunity. Stop sleeping on your ops. I love it. I love it. You talked about how you really just wanted to be in the Secret Service, mm-hmm. but you picked up real estate on the side. Mm-hmm. 
What made you pick up real estate in the past? So my business partner now, Cody Presley, shout out to Cody Presley, Bird Presley Realty. Um, I um, I just purchased a house. Mm-hmm. And when you're buying a house, even after you purchase, you're still in that phase of still want to look at houses because mm-hmm. that's what you've been doing for the past two, three months. Right. Um, and then I love two things. I love structure and I love time. Mm-hmm. So I collect watches and I love houses. So I was still going in and out of houses. He was in the model home of the subdivision that I had just purchased. Mm-hmm. And um, I stopped by, saw him, young black kid, um, in there just chilling. Always had on a fresh bow tie. I was like, who is this dude? So I walked in, just looked at the house. And um, I was in uniform. And he was like, what you do? You know, just just law enforcement or what? I was like, yeah, detective. He was like, you should be in real estate. Mm-hmm. He was like, nah, I don't know real estate. He was like, nah, I hear the way you talk. You know a lot of people. You would kill it. Yeah. And I was like, nah, I'm good. Um, and then we kind of formed the bond. You know, yeah. I would go by, chop it up with him every time I come through and see his car parked out in the model home. And um, then on the weekend, I would just go up there and just parlay with him, just talk to him. Mm-hmm. And he would walk, guests would walk in, and I knew the people. Yeah. He was like, you know them? I was like, yeah, I, I know their grandkids, I know them, boom, boom. He was like, bruh, you got too many connections. I, like, no, I mean, not to be in real estate. Mm-hmm. One thing led to another. Um, he started taking me to go look at houses with him and, you know, ride along with him. And then I went and took the test and went from there. I love that story. And it's so organic how it happened. Mm-hmm. And I love the fact that people can look at you and they may see something in you that you can't even see in yourself. That's true. That's, That's why true. it's so important to have the right people around you right. and be in the right environment. Absolutely. This episode is being sponsored by Saturday School. On March 19th, I'll be hosting the first ever Saturday School, teaching you all how I make thousands off of a product I don't own by wholesaling mobile homes. Just imagine that, a great side hustle that you don't have to invest money in, but you can make thousands off of. Come on now. Make sure you go register for Saturday School. The link is below in the description box, or you can go to theresponsiblehomegirl.com and register to make sure that your spot is secure. There are only 20 spots. So if you are interested in wholesaling mobile homes and like I said, earning thousands off of a product that you don't own, make sure you register. Let's get back into the episode. I came to Winthrop thinking, okay, you know what? I could just pick up my makeup business here. Um, we, you know, we could just keep it going here. But I realized there was no demand for makeup yeah. where I was at. So I was like, okay. And I just started thinking, like, what can I do to, like, just make some money? Because I was like, you know, I was already working at the um, McDonald's on the side of the street, um, across the street from Winthrop's. But that was just it wasn't I wasn't getting enough hours it just wasn't giving you know (laughs) so um I was like you know what I was seeing my best friend in New Orleans her sister did nails shout out to ASAP nail bar um she literally inspired me I wanted to be like her so bad because she just did nails like so good at the time Mm -hmm. still does um so yeah I was like you know what I'm going to do nails. I literally sat in my dorm and I was like, I'm going to do nails one day. And my boyfriend at the time, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do nails. He was like, okay, how much you need? And I was like, give me $300. You know, (laughs) that was a blessing in itself right there. Um, And he was like, okay. So he shot me 300, went on Amazon. This was like in 2018. No, yeah, 2018, end of 2018. bought everything off Amazon and I just started I my cousin I told her to come up to my dorm I was like hey 
I'm gonna do your nails real quick. Like, let me just do a tester. And if these turn out good, I just start doing nails here. So anyway, my cousin Aaliyah, love her to death. We grew up together in South Carolina. Um did her nails in my dorm and I was like hold up like these good because I used to get my nails done a lot so I already knew the process and everything so um I was like hold up these looking real good you know and um so ever since then I just started charging like ten dollars a set I took a little suitcase across campus I was I was like book your appointments I'm coming to your dorm we set up on the little desk they had in the dorm I was literally in everybody's dorm doing the nails for ten dollars I just started out with just making soap mm-hmm. and then I was you know the natural progression of a soap maker is you make soap you make body butter you make all these other little things that go along with it but instead of starting out with this whole big line of stuff where you're having to spend a lot of money on you know packaging and all of this other all these expenses that just pop up you just focus on one thing so that your expenses are kind of handled and all the unexpected things don't shock you as much so yeah stick to one thing Mm -hmm. when you're starting out so when you were starting your company for one you already said you just quit your job I'm out of here do you remember the dollar amount that you had saved (laughs) (laughs) it was terrible y'all I know um because I think we had like just paid for something outrageous that just came out, and I think maybe we had like two or three hundred dollars in that wow. thing. I had nothing. Mm-hmm. But the cool thing about soap making is that you can literally use like milk cartons and like mm-hmm. boxes and stuff to like that's your mold. Like you, yeah. it forces you to be creative and like your materials and stuff that you get. Um, when I was doing my formulation for my recipe, I picked stuff that one I could find easily like olive oil if I run out I can go to the store and buy olive oil right or coconut oil or something like that so my idea was like in terms of like if I'm teaching classes mm-hmm. I want you to be able to go out on your own and buy these products and not have to go to like a specialty store to get some of these ingredients and stuff right so and then also I was broke so I only had <laughs> so much money to start my batches of soap but so, there's power in this it, exactly and in the yeah. i'm sorry no but. no because i was broke <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this recap video of all the guests that we have for think like a mogul this past february please make sure you like comment and subscribe to our youtube channel if you are enjoying our audio experience please leave us a rating and a review so that more people can find the responsible homegirl just a couple of months ago i started my journey making planners shout out to everyone who purchased the for executors only planner but i share that because i had fears and doubts but literally i put in the work and we had a very successful launch so if you have something in your heart that you know it is that you want to do Just do the work, take action, be intentional and be consistent. Literally, I tell y'all every single week with exposure, execution and consistency, there is nothing you can't do, but you have to take the first step and move again. Thank you for tuning into this episode and I'll see y'all next week.